Hello guys, welcome to another episode of The Voice of Mike. My name is Michael Ibrahim and I am your host for today. Today I'm excited about a topic I want to talk about, uh, which is why does God take forever? In other words, why does God take forever before he keeps his promises? Why does it really take years before God of heaven, who created the heavens and the earth in one week, takes forever? Instance is Abraham. Why did he have to take 25 years between the time God promised Abraham a child to when he actually got one? Why did it take God so long like that? I've asked myself questions on that several times. Why does God take forever? He did that to Joseph. Joseph had a dream when he was 17 years old. And before Joseph, before that dream became a fulfillment, Joseph was 30 years old. Why does God take long and take forever? Why? Why did it take ages before he fulfilled his promise? If he can make the heavens and the earth in one week, then his promises shouldn't take that long. Like, really, it shouldn't. Look at David. Bible says David was anointed when he was a boy. That means probably between the age of 16 to 18, David was anointed. But David became king when he became when, when he turned 30 years old. Why, why does God take forever like this? Joyce Myers shared her story that God told her she's going to preach around the world and many are going to be blessed through his life, through her life, rather. She said when God told her that day, she thought the next day she'll be on her next flight to a unknown country where she's going to be preaching but he took her five years god was quiet within that five years until after five years god told her it is time to go why does he do that all the time if we scatter around the scriptures you see where god makes promises and he takes years before he fulfills such promises why does god takes forever why does it take forever? And that's what I want us to talk about today. Because it's important to know why God takes forever. Because if we don't know why he takes forever, people will miscalculate things. People will blame everything on the devil. Whereas it's a process. Waiting is powerful. I'm already saying what I'm going to talk about. So why does God take forever? That's the question. I will give you three reasons why. One, to teach you how to wait. To teach you how to wait. Let me tell you the truth. Everybody wants to get everything fast. Everybody is in a hurry to accomplish this. Everybody is in a hurry to catch up with this. Everybody is in a hurry to get everything done before the age of, so-so target of age rather. 
Some will tell you, I want to become this before I become 30. Some said, I want to become this before I become 40. A lot of people are in a hurry. But God, well, the first thing God does when he makes you a promise and it takes forever before it fulfills, he's teaching you to wait. That don't be in a hurry. He's trying to teach you that I created time and season. So wait. Now, waiting is different from patience. When we talk of patience, when patience is applied when you are going through difficulties of time, maybe difficulties and challenges of life, and you are trusting God to do something, that is patience. But to wait upon the Lord is that God has given you a word. Maybe God has made you a promise that is going to do that and that in your life. You wait in expectation and trusting that he will deliver what he has promised. That is what waiting is all about. That is, that is why waiting and patience are totally different. Yes, that is why they are totally different. So we wait on God. He teaches you to wait. He's trying to tell you, don't be in a hurry with your life. Don't be in a hurry. That is why it takes long to be patient. Sorry, I use the word patient. To wait upon God. Another thing, why God takes forever to strengthen your faith. Yes, you may think your faith is strengthened enough, but it is not. God wants to strengthen your faith while you wait. He wants to strengthen. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40, particularly verse 31, it says, Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So you may be strong, but not strong enough for what is to come. And so therefore, while you wait, God strengthen your faith in the process of the waiting. Your faith is being strengthened while you wait. Another thought in why God takes forever. He wants to give you a story. Believe it or not, when God takes forever like that, He's giving you a story. He's making a mark on your life. Let me tell you the truth. The reward of waiting is for you. But the story is a foundation and a precedence that you are setting for the next generation to come. While Abraham waited for the promise of the child, while he waited, he got the child, isn't it? But the process of waiting, can you imagine how old Abraham was before he gave birth to his first child? Through Sarah, how old they were. He, God was trying to show the world, God, God is trying to show the world that it doesn't matter how old you are. I can still do something within your lifetime. And that's why you will see couples who were faithful at their young age, who maintained sexual purity, and they got married, and it takes them 20 years before they get the first child. God was trying to teach them to wait. God was trying to make a story out of them. Was it Joseph? God was trying to make a story out of Joseph. Was it David? God was trying to make a story out of David. That is why God takes forever. 
That is why it takes forever. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Be, wait upon God. Wait. While you are waiting, wait prayerfully. And God will strengthen your faith. What happens? Let's look at what happens when God takes forever. Not at all. What happens while you wait? The true fact about what happens while we wait. A lot of people don't like talking about this. People celebrate their victory. People celebrate how God did it. But then they really never tell us exactly what happened. Can you just imagine how God tells how the Bible told the story of everybody in the scripture, in particularly Abraham, how Abraham had to go through a long process, how this had to happen, how he has to make a mistake, he slept with his wife's, uh, wife's maiden, how Joseph was challenged uh, by Potiphar's wife to sleep with, with her, how David had to be exiled, exiled from the land of Israel. He became... He, he, how David, uh, sorry, how Saul haunted him, rather. All these, there were things that happened between the space of when God made the promise and when it accomplished. Bible would have skipped those parts and tell us after many years, David became the king. Bible would have skipped that part. Bible would have skipped the part that Abraham waited and after 25 years he got child and every other story continued. God would have skipped the part whereby uh, Joseph was sold and all kind of things were done to him. And then he would have said eventually Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt. Bible would have skipped all those times. It would have saved us the story of carrying this Bible and less heavier. He would have skipped that, but he wanted to make a story out of them. Now, what happens while we wait? The true fact of what happened while we wait. While you wait, it is it while you wait, it will cause you pain and tears. And be honest with you. I'm speaking out of experience. While you wait, it will cause you pains. To cause you serious pains, it will cause you your tears while you wait. Look at what Joseph went through. Joseph was a young boy when he was taken from his father's house. So as a child, he must have cried. While when he thought all was going well, when he was in Potiphar's house, when already the master has given him everything to take control over, and it seems as if everything was going well, all of a sudden the wife brought up an issue and he was thrown into prison for what he did not do. That is injustice, isn't it? He must have cried because there was no lawyer to, to stand for him. In our days when such happened, who will take the issue to court, isn't it? But there was not, so, even if there was, Joseph was a slave. And I think as of that age, slaves were not considered as important citizens in Egypt. But Joseph must have cried. He must have wept. Definitely. 
if you look at the story of David and you read the Psalms, you will see where David laments a lot whenever he was faced with challenges. That means there were times he was in pain and he was in agony of what was happening to him. The true fact is that, let me tell you the truth, while you wait on God, it will cost you a lot of things. Because you definitely you will see your colleagues who are going ahead of you and you are still here. It will pain you. You will cry. It's so painful to wait. Really painful. I remember my story. When I finished high school in 2011, I failed my exam. I wrote it again. Because my parents encouraged me, don't worry. You can write it again and you'll make it. There are people who failed and wrote and they make it. And I was confident. I wrote and that period God said to me, Mike, I know the thought I think towards you. That was his word. And I trusted I trust that word. I held it firm in my heart. So firm in my heart. But by 2012, I rewrote. I failed, I rewrote. At the end of 2012, I became discouraged. Let me tell you, my faith went down. I stopped reading my Bible. My devotions were slacking. Apart from the morning devotions, was slacking. And sometimes I feel discouraged to pray. In 2013, most of my colleagues have left for school. Most of them called me, Mike, I've gotten admission. I will be so excited for them. And most of them, once I end the call, I cry. I say, God, why, why are you doing this to me? I've served you faithfully. I've preached your word. And I've been a blessing to a lot of people. Why am I still going through this pain? But while I wait, and while I kept crying, God was silent. Not in 2014, in March, God showed me a vision of my admission. Oh my God, it was so powerful. This is a story, that's why I told you that the waiting is a blessing. And the story is for the generations to come. And I, God said to me, said, this story, you will tell it to people and people will be encouraged. And I waited. Every time I have an opportunity to speak to people and to tell them how to wait on God, I always tell them this story. I can't omit it. What am I trying to say? That waiting is painful. It will cause you tears. Ask those who got married and waited for 20 years, who took them 20 years before they got their first issue. They will tell you it was painful. It was, it was, it was so painful because they pursued their colleagues who got married and they had children and they are, they are still waiting on God. They will tell you the truth. What happens when God takes forever? Lastly, Opinions. Opinions will come. Sarah brought opinion for Abraham to sleep with her maiden. Joseph had an opinion to sleep with Potiphar's wife and that all will go well. David had an opportunity to kill Saul and become the next king immediately instead of waiting for long. But these guys were strong in their faith. Although Abraham lost it at the way. But God was so merciful. God was so merciful. Joseph chose to wait despite the opinion. David chose to wait whether, despite he had the opinion to kill Saul. Please wait on God. The reward is for you, but the story is for the world. Because you keep telling the world the story, and you will, there, will be, there will be true evidence that your waiting 
has been rewarded. Let me tell you the truth. It will take long, but it will surely come to pass. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Say it may tarry, but it will come to pass. It will definitely come to pass. Trust God. May I pray for somebody here who is waiting? Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for the person listening to this podcast right now who is going through a lot. You have spoken and he or she is waiting patiently. Lord, we have seen the true fact that waiting can be painful and different opinions can come at any time. But Father, we ask that Lord, you will give us the strength to keep waiting. You give us the grace to wait. That at the end of the waiting, we shall have every cause to glorify you. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. So thank you for listening to another episode of The Voice of Mike. Please share this uh, podcast with somebody. Somebody may also be going through a waiting process and he or she is trusting God for a miracle. So please share this with somebody so that that person will be blessed and will be encouraged as well. So thank you and have a wonderful week, guys. Bye.